0: Hello and good morning and welcome to the second edition of The Journey. I want to thank you all for following me on this journey and uh, for really being a subscriber and a listener. Well, we concluded the other podcast with the fact that I couldn't get hired at McDonald's despite everybody, it seems, in my high school being hired at McDonald's. And so my mother told me, if you can't get a job, make your own. Today, we pick up with my first endeavor, and being my own CEO. Right now, I'm out camping with some friends, trying to relax and really let the stress of running my own business roll off my shoulders and really get into nature. So, you may hear some things in the background like some birds or the occasional child run by or people talking in the background, but let's just focus on you and I and this journey. Here's one of those birds I was talking about. So, it was 1985, and I was a freshman in high school. I decided that since I couldn't get hired at McDonald's, I would go and start my own business. But what kind of business would I do? I wasn't trying to cut lawns, because I didn't really have a lawnmower. We lived in a condo complex, which all the lawns were maintained by a company, so that would be for nothing you know I wasn't gonna deliver newspapers I had done that when I was in the eighth grade and that's that sucked so that wasn't gonna do it I got 25 cent per subscription No, that wasn't gonna work so I thought of well who doesn't <clears throat> who needs something and what can I service let me tell you the core of business if you identify a need and you provide a solution you've got a concept in a business you just need proof of it so I went out and I said let me see if I can find people who would use this service so the first service I had the idea for was the delivery service a home grocery delivery service yes that's right I was the forerunner to Webvan. I tell all my friends I thought about that back in the 80s before it even became popular okay back in the 1990s I tell you so who was I gonna go to the store for who doesn't go to store? Or who has trouble going to the store? I'd always heard people on TV going, oh, I don't want to go to the store. And all the people who were seniors on TV always seemed to have a hard time going to the store. Well, there was a senior citizen complex near our condominium complex. So I figured I had a ready source of clients. So I got out the typewriter because you got to remember, this is before the Internet. Yes, this is BI, before the internet. I got out the typewriter and I typed up a flyer. Yes, this is before Word. Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna sit here and date myself. Anyway, I typed up the flyer. I went and got some copies. And I went to put flyers on every doorstep. I would put the flyers on every doorstep. It was about 25 to 30 uh, houses I would put them on. And this is before school. Then, when I got back from school, I would go to the house and see if anybody had left any messages on the voicemail. Yes, this is before cell phones. Okay, no messages. I would make another 25 flyers because flyers were only a penny a copy. Oh, God, the simple days. And I would go back and I would put flyers on again. I was going to bury people in flyers until somebody told me to stop. One day, after about doing this for a week, this lady opens her door. <coughs> And she goes, Young man, young man. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is probably the day they're going to tell me to stop. And I'm like, Yes. She goes, You the one that's been leaving all this paper on my doorstep? I said, Yes, I'm sorry. And I was thinking, Okay, I got to make a mental note. Don't leave her any more flyers. She goes, What exactly are you doing? And I thought, Well, it's a home delivery service. She goes, Come here. So now, what I had done in all my wisdom, as a, as a freshman in high school is I had already created a list of what I thought old people would want I had Geritol Metamucil Bran Flakes Pep Milk Cat Food all the stuff that I thought old people would want she said young man is this all the choices I have when I go to the store with your service I said well I thought these were the most popular items she goes what is the budget? I said, the budget. She said, well, how do I pay you? Now, this is before PayPal. This is before Bitcoin and all that. It was either going to be cash or check. I said, well, you can write cash or, I mean, give me a check or cash. She said, well, do I pay you before you go to the store or after? I said, well, after. She said, well, do you have an unlimited amount of money to buy me whatever I want? And I said, no, ma'am. But um, she was giving me great business advice, I hadn't put a budget to say, we have a budget of $10 for new customers, and then if you're a returning customer and I've been able to build up my money, maybe I could have bought more. But I remember I had my allowance and I had $20. I said, well, $20. She said, okay, I'm gonna give you a list of things that I want. Now, what? how much is it gonna cost me? I hadn't even added that up. See, there's so much. When you do a business, do your research. Do your market research. Do your feasibility. Do all of that. I was in the ninth grade. I just knew I wanted to deliver food and get some money for it. So I told her it would be $5 for every $20 spent. She said she thought that was fair. Looking back, that was more than fair. But I digress. So I went to the store. I spent about $17 on her items. I came back. And <clears throat> I made my first customer. She became a customer of mine for four months until she wound up moving with her son to Florida. And after that, I no longer wanted to be in a delivery business. So I went on to my next endeavor. But it taught me a valuable lesson in market research, in marketing, and in customer service. Stay tuned for our next episode when we talk about competition and finding your niche.